This is the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, May 30th. Corey, it's like the busiest day probably of the spring sports season, question mark? Today, tomorrow, Thursday. Let's If we just put that clump of three days yeah 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 it's the busiest it's the busiest three days for us anyway Mm -hmm. we've got uh, a lot of section softball and now section baseball uh beginning today so there's a lot of overlap between those uh those two sports which means there's a lot of a little extra running around for uh for us as well as a matter of fact um i wouldn't even call it a little running around You've got a lot of running around this afternoon. Yeah, there's a lot, uh, a lot of running around to do this afternoon, like you said, Corey. Because uh, I have Monaga and Malax softball. That's the section semifinal game in 5A. That's going to take place in Pillager at 1:30. We'll have 1:15 pregame for that today. Monaga and Malax, uh, both teams have uh, similar records. Malax is 16 and five. Monaga is 15 and seven. These two teams met Corey at this point last season. Okay. Uh, and Monaga got the win to advance to the section final. Malax worked their way back to that game to play the Braves, and Malax would have had to win twice. Monaga won the first game, and they punched their ticket to the state tournament. Those games took place in Brainerd last year. Now they're taking place in Pillager. Excellent. A uh, little rivalry brewing in Section 5A over the last couple of years between Malax and Monaga, and we get to see it again, which will be a little bit of another fun matchup. So it'll be, uh, it'll be, it should be a good game uh, with the Braves and Malax Raiders. And remind us again, Malax is a fairly new. Um, Co-op, correct? Yeah, so it's Isle and Onamia. That's Malax, right? Isle and Onamia, and they've kind of been a sneaky competitive in their in their girls' sports since combining. Yes, uh, had that run to the section final last year in softball and in section five A volleyball. They also got to the section title game. They didn't get to the state tournament, but I believe they played Sabika in that section five A semifinal game in Crosby Ironton. And so, I mean, they've been a team that's been fairly competitive in the uh, section five A girls realm since the right. co-op which has been a uh, kind of fun to see so yeah island onamia is malax who could have guessed that effectively doubling your numbers would have helped your athletic competition out giving you a larger sample size helps you uh pick better players also a very clear obvious indication of how small isle and onamia have probably become yeah, have you that they were able to co-op and remain a class A school? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Island and Amy, yeah, like you said, both class A schools beforehand combining. Uh, no disrespect to Island and Amy, but I've I haven't been down there in a few years. But uh, yeah, I mean, for those two towns to combine uh, really helps them out because they were not necessarily in the best of spots before when it's two small oh, no, class they, A schools. I think they were arguably, unarguably uncompetitive yeah. in just about everything there for, for a few years. So um, it's good. It, it's good that this is that uh, that this sort of thing probably had to happen and that it did happen. It's, I think it's um, – I mean, I I've I have rode the pine on some very good teams, and it's some of my favorite memories <laughs> of high. I mean, it is. It, I know it, you you know it takes away some playing time and things like that, which does stink. But also, um, it's not all about winning, but it's a little about winning. It's a more little. fun to win. Yeah, generally uh, speaking. And we have section. Uh, 
6AA playoff baseball on yes. the airwaves over on the Superstation later this afternoon. It's a 4.45 pregame, 5 o'clock first pitch for the Wadena Deer Creek Wolverines as they host the Staples Motley Cardinals yes. in a uh, 6AA baseball matchup. This one is single elimination because it's the first round game. Wolverines are the home team, and this is a rematch of just a couple weeks ago, Corey, where these two teams squared off. It was a back-and-forth game, believe uh, 9-7, 10-8, somewhere around there was the final, and uh, a back-and-forth game. The the It was tied 4-4 going into the sixth inning, and in the top half, uh, Staples lopped on four runs, and then the Wolverines got six and, and stuff like that to, to really uh, kind of a pretty wild game, probably one of the more wild games I've gotten to call in terms of baseball, and now they get to go at it again, uh, just basically two weeks or less removed, which always makes for good baseball. So it'll be uh, it'll be another good one. Yeah, uh, we should have two good games on the airwaves. A tonight. fun rivalry, and uh, uh, you know we don't know the the exact details, but apparently a little pitch count discrepancy the last time these two teams played. So as if there wasn't. Um, uh, some bad blood between these two communities, anyway, just because of the natural rivalry. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a little uh, a little extra here at stake now uh, <laughs> because of it, and um, and uh, so yeah, it's it's going to be fun. It, these are all fun, man. It's the playoffs. It's it's pretty sweet. Do you want me to very quickly? Um, we've got section baseball, section softball around the area. Should I just barrel through all of these area matchups today? Go for it. Should mentioned before I do some of these sections turn around and we'll play again tomorrow. Um, I know for sure five a and six double a, uh, have games on the, on the calendar again tomorrow already. Uh, some of these sections will wait until Thursday. I know six a, uh, is that way? I don't know everybody off, but those off the top of my head, I I knew. Here are your section baseball matchups today: Bertha Hewitt Verndale at Walker Hackensack, Akeley Castle Lake Vina at Pine River Bacchus, Laporte at Nevis, um, Hillcrest Lutheran Academy at New York Mills, Long Prairie Gray Eagle at Brandon Evansville, Ashby at Parker's Prairie, Breckenridge at Browerville Eagle Valley. We mentioned Staples Motley at Wadena Deer Creek, Pillagers at Royalton, International Falls at Pequot Lakes. Monaga at Park Rapids area, Pelican Rapids at Purim, Frazee at Barnesville, Fergus Falls at Ottertail Central, Sock Rapids Rice at Alexandria area, Detroit Lakes at Little Falls, Brainerd is at Buffalo. And your section softball matchups today, we're really starting to wind these section uh, tournaments down. Monaga will play Malax. It's Hinkley Finlayson versus Walker Hackensack Akeley. Browerville Eagle Valley versus Clinton Graceville Beardsley. Parker's Prairie versus Lake Park Audubon. Pequot Lakes versus Piers. Barnesville versus Park Rapids area. Little Falls versus Alexandria area. Brainerd versus Stama, St. Michael Albertville. Stama. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good luck, everyone. Good luck, everyone. It's a fun time. Uh, speaking of fun time, it was not a, a very fun time for the Twins, Corey. Over the uh, over the weekend, they had to lose two out of three against the Blue Jays. They lost two out of three before that against the San Francisco Giants. They didn't they, have to lose two out of three. No, no, they didn't have they to. They chose to lose they two ju- out of three. Well, they did. They were Minnesota nice. They wanted to be very hospitable to their guests from the north and also their guests from the west. And then when they went out west... Toronto, south of Minneapolis. <laughs> Screw you, Canada. <laughs> yeah, blame Canada. Yeah, Canada. Blame Canada. We are the North. Get out of here with that. There's like four teams farther north than you. Yeah. Detroit's farther north than you. 
Pretty much, yeah. Minneapolis is farther north than you. No, but if you count, but Toronto, Seattle's probably farther north. But it, but if you count Canada and you count the entire country, that's that. Yeah. Anyway, we have Alaska. Suck on that. <laughs> we are the north <laughs> and the west. Take that. You stink. Take that, Canada. Canadians. Uh, keep all your poutine up there, eh? Don't, uh, don't mean to do that there, bud. You could share some of the poutine. <laughs> thanks in advance. And thanks in advance. That's the least you could do. Just stop claiming geographical prowess, supremacy. You ever heard that uh, joke with Canada where they talk about uh, uh, Canada has the greatest fence ever built? It's called America. <laughs> And it's uh, it's uh, uh, it's really easy to be the the cool, open-minded hippie country when there's a Kevlar snuggie of America just draped around you. <laughs> and yeah, the joke is like, they're like, yeah. we don't like to use our military. And it's like, uh, yeah, we know. We'll wake you up when the NHL playoffs start. <laughs> Canada, Canada, Canada. Great fishing up there. But uh, anyway, uh, so the Mounties, the Twins lost two out of three to the Blue Jays. They were getting a big spark though when they went down to face a tough team in Houston that's getting right and starting to win some games. Jose Altuve's back. Boo. <laughs> And all that. So Royce Lewis comes off the IL, and man, he was crushing. We talked about this last week, Corey. He was crushing in St. Paul, and we were like, he's got to get up here as soon as possible, provide the Twins with a little bit of spark on offense. And in his first at bat, he nearly hit a home run into those Crawford boxes in left field. But then, Corey, he came up in his second at bat, same situation, two on, two out, in a tie game, and well, Two on, two out, 0-2 count, no score, and the pitch is swinging a fly ball, right field, down the line, deep in the corner, this one has some carry, and that ball is gone! Royce Lewis goes oppo, a three-run homer down the right field line, welcome back, Royce Lewis! Yeah, uh, a three-run home run that put the Twins in front early. The Twins would give up a grand slam to Mr. Altuve, and then they would be losing 5-4 to four in the eighth inning, and you thought, that's it, that's how this game ends. Royce Lewis would then hit an RBI single to tie the game so that he scored the Twins' first four runs or was responsible for the first four runs of the ball game. Then they get into extra innings, tied at five, and, uh, and yeah. Uh, Ryan Jeffers hits the hardest ball all season long at 107 miles an hour for a two-run home run. Twins win 7-5 thanks to Mr. Lewis. Multiple questions that uh, crop up from this. What are Crawford boxes? Crawford boxes are the uh, basically that left field bleacher area at Houston's Minute Maid Park. That's what they call those? Yeah, they're called. I think it's named after one of their players who was in left field. Carl Crawford? Uh, no, not that Crawford. Uh, but uh, crazy le- old Crazy Legs Crawford. They don't call me Crazy Legs Crawford for nothing. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Apparently that's what they call him because it's a really short left field it in is. Houston. Yeah, and they've got like a they've got like a like a a wall, a green monster. Jeffers that's not green. Jeffers hit it to the Crawford boxes, and le- uh, that ball traveled out of here in two seconds. That had an exit velocity, the hardest hit ball all season. Uh, okay, the other thing that comes up, let's let's focus on Royce Lewis here. Maybe a month ago, we had the conversation and um, we threw out an over-under date, right, of mm-hmm. June 20th. Uh, before or after June 20th are we going to see Royce Lewis? Because the original plan was around the All-Star break. Yep. And really, when you hear that, you assume 
after the All-Star break. Yeah, you assume late July. But then you start to hear these good things. So we threw out this June 20th date, uh, before or after June 20th, and you said before. Did you expect it to be before the month of June? No, no, no. I expect it to be like maybe when's the t- like I expect it to maybe like June thirteenth. They they open up a home series against Milwaukee uh, on that day. I would expect it to be something like that. No, nope, turns out uh, it's literally as soon as possible. Like if he wasn't on a rehab stint that he was like able to be on uh, roster wise because of a way that it keeps players. Uh, in the minors and on the 40-man roster and however it works. If, if he was an on-said rehab assignment, he would have been called up like last week. Uh, so Royce Lewis was crushing the ball in AAA. He gets up here and immediately starts hitting again. And there's just... I was thinking about this. I was kind of ruminating and and thinking about this. R- ruminate. Reminiscing. Ruminating. I was I was Christian pondering a little Ooh, bit. Oh, very good and, word. And I figured out... Ruminate. Were I, you stroking your beard? Yes, I was. All mm. like three hairs of it. Mm. Uh, and I found... And, and I've come to this conclusion. Uh, Royce Lewis has an it factor about him. Like he has... Like, apparently, from what everybody says, just the nicest kid... He's two years younger than me, but the nicest kid on planet Earth, like he's always got like a smile. He's like everybody wants to be around him. He's got like a really good kind of energy, really good personality that he's aggressive. He's a generational talent. How good of a generational talent is he? Well, he's torn two ACLs in back-to-back seasons, and his first game back in the majors, he swats a home run and gets a game-tying RBI. He was a number one overall draft pick for a reason, and because of his talent, he's got the good personality. I think somebody said... uh, it factor close to Kirby Puckett. I'm not ready to go that far yet, but uh, uh, I will say he's got a very nice it factor. Not that that's going to mean he's a Cooperstown player, but uh, the Twins badly need a guy with an it factor right now. I have a, a quick. I have a Kirby Puckett story for you that I, I came across yesterday. But before I do that, um, Lewis had a homer and four RBI in the win. His season debut after returning from a torn ACL in his right knee exactly one year ago. Yeah. Exactly. So that's how miraculous this has been. This is the kind of thing that doesn't happen. It's his second ACL injury. Um, you definitely don't come back that quickly from a second one. Uh, this is this – is, it's it's incredible. Once again, the Twins are in a spot that maybe no other Minnesota franchise is right now in that they have some unbelievable win-now talent – and down the line, it's yeah. not like it's not like they're they've just sold out to maybe try to win this year and ugh, keep our fingers crossed for next year. Um, they've got some pieces in place here to hopefully keep this team competitive for a long time. It's really cool. I don't 